Welcome back to The Governor Show. The Governor Show is dedicated to board enthusiasts. It aims to debunk the myth around board governance. The show is a series of weekly episodes featuring talented and experienced guests who will share their valuable information with you. Today's guest is Thierry Bosley. Thierry Bosley will speak about the role of the board of directors when considering and executing an acquisition. Welcome, Thierry. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Xavier. Uh, I would like to say to start that I'm very enthusiastic about being here and I feel it an honor. So thanks a lot for inviting me today. Thank you very much, Thierry. Um, before going into details, uh, speaking about those uh, very valuable subjects, I would like to introduce you like you deserve. So Thierry, you are heading the EMEA Corporate Private Equity Section of White & Case. You are specialized in corporate and finance transactions with more than 25 years of experience. You are widely recognized as a leading practitioner in your field. You advise major banks on complex debt restructurings, acquisition finance, regulation of factoring, securization and insolvency related matters. Wow. Thank you again. Thank you. But before going deep into the subject of acquire a company, I would like to hand over to you, Thierry, an object, a secret object. And this object is a ship weather. Please. Thank you, Xavier. So ship weather. Yeah, you can put on the table. Thank you, Thierry. And before I would like to describe this object for you. So I just hand it to you a ship weather because it symbolized the people who keep the flow of life and control of fate in their hands. The voyage of a man in life is similar to the voyage of a ship. Sometimes there, there may be storms, waves and flows. And sometimes it may be silent and safe. The weather is the decision we make and owing. While we are, we are on the voyage in, in the live sea, we should not leave the weather alone. We should not allow our fate and the option we choose to be directed by the flow of the sea. We know that Thierry, like the book, Discover Your True North by the famous Bill George, good book about leadership. A ship weather truly helps keeping the north. What about that, Thierry? I, I feel really uh, confused uh, <laughs> about those very kind words and uh, really thank you, uh, Xavier, for, for those. Uh, I really appreciate that, uh, but the pressure is on me now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now we need to deep into details. We need to understand the role of the board of directors when considering and executing an acquisition. So my first questions to you, Thierry, is the following. When we talk about the acquisition of a company, a lot of elements come into play, right? Especially on board level. But what are the crucial elements that a board of directors needs to know before the acquisition? Yeah, um, that's a very interesting question, Xavier. Indeed, 
Um, when, when the topic of a potential acquisition uh, is raised with the board, the first question to be considered is um, whether the complete contemplated transaction is aligned with the, the company's strategy. In other words, to uh, uh, quote this famous book, uh, how does that acquisition help the company to achieve its true nose? And that question is to be discussed at an early stage, i.e. before going into the details of the transaction itself. So, an acquisition, at least if it's a significant acquisition, Indeed. is always a wonderful opportunity for the board, for the company, for the members of the board to reflect on the company's strategy and its ultimate goal. What is expected from board members in those circumstances is to be authentic, to take an helicopter view and challenge in a positive manner the management of the company about the rationale supporting their proposal. That leads me to address another important topic, which is diversity. In order to properly operate and be an efficient challenger, the board needs to be diverse. Indeed. Assessing whether a contemplated acquisition is leading the company towards its true north is not an easy question to respond to. Things are indeed rarely black or white in business like in life. Indeed. Diversity is therefore the most efficient tool to navigate through those gray areas. This is obviously important for shareholders. Indeed. But also for the management who will find purpose in their leadership through guidance from a diverse board. Very interesting, but according to your experience, is it led by the CEO, the chairman of the entire board? When we have a target, when we want to acquire a company, who is leading the show here? Well, according to your experience, of course, uh, to a certain extent. Well, obviously, the CEO has, is in the driver's seat. That's clear. Is mm -hmm. leading the company, is the executive, is the chief executive officer. So by definition, he, he or she is the one leading the process. However, uh, the chairman is also an important person and we can, we can go uh, uh, in more details about the, the role of the chairman in an acquisition. But my, my key point for you and, and, and from our audience of today is basically to, to say that uh, the success will come from a united board. So what is important is the dynamics within the board yes. and not only one or two individuals. It's the way the board will operate altogether. Sure. As a, a, uh, as a leading practitioner, do you need to start helping the company at this stage before? Yes, uh, uh, no doubt. I think uh, the more we prepared, yes. the better we service. There is no doubt about this. Uh, that's certainly key uh, in the concept of a successful transaction. Sure, thank you. I have a second uh, question for you, Thierry. Um, 
Now we are a bit wiser about the essentials before the acquisition. Um, let's have a look at the merging itself. What happens to a company's existing board during a merger? Is there an M&A, mergers and acquisition oversight for boards, for instance? Yeah, I would say yes. Um, one of the features of M&A transaction in, in the current world, in the current economy, is that processes are going faster and faster. That's certainly a trend uh, that, that has been uh, going on for many years, but it's just going more and more relevant today. Um, processes, auction processes, are rarely going to their end and are usually preempted. So what is important from the board during the process is to operate in a cohesive way and in a manner which can be efficient, take quick action, quick decision, swift uh, reaction to what other bidders are doing. And that is something that needs to be prepared a long time before the acquisition. Indeed. You mentioned preparation. Preparation is not only with the services provider, the, the advisors. Preparation is also something at the level of the board. If you want your board to be really efficient and win the process because it's a competition, of course, you need to ensure that it's working in a cohesive way. And there, there is one person who has a leading role, that's the chairman. Oh, yeah. So the choice of the chairman is very important because he or she will be the person making sure that you create within the board inclusiveness. I spoke a couple of minutes ago about yes. diversity, yes. but diversity also requires inclusiveness. So those are the two criteria for having a successful board in the context of an acquisition. And during the process, what is important is to have a board operating efficiently and capable of taking swift decisions. And then I jump to another uh, question for you, which is uh, underlining what you, you just uh, said. Um, when you acquire a company, there are uh, some conflict of interest between shareholders who see maybe the financial lever of it. You have the CEO who see the, the, the operational side of it, the strategic side of it. And then sometimes there is a conflict because we need to acquire a company. Uh, is it important that um, uh, we try to align everyone and that this is the role of the chairman you just said? Yeah, surely the chairman has a, a key role um, in an acquisition and you're totally right. Uh, sometimes the, the, the interest of the shareholders and, and those of the, the board, the company, are, are not fully aligned. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. That may happen. Nevertheless, um, and, and, and obviously the chairman will have a leading uh, role, instrumental role in that uh, uh, context. However, what I would like to um, tell you is that in a way, what will make those conflicts of interest or will, what, what will reduce those conflicts of interest is values. And that's also something which needs to be prepared ahead of a transaction. As soon as the company starts, what are the values of the company? And we uh, always, uh, an efficient board needs to make sure that those values are obviously shared by the shareholders, 
but also shared widely among the organization. And uh, the best way to achieve that is very simple, leading by example. An example starts at the level of the board. So values will certainly be uh, a key item in the context of uh, an acquisition. Let's bear in mind values. I think it's a very interesting point you just raised up there. Um, I have a third question for you, if you still have uh, the time for us. More than happy. <laughs> and once the merger has taken place, so we are uh, going to talk now about the post-acquisition. Mm -hmm. uh, are there always significant changes at board level in a post-merger period? Is there any board seat swapping game? Um, what should board pay attention to once the new configuration is in place? Yeah. I, I should insist on the board seat swapping game, which mm -hmm. I have seen in the past a uh, couple of times. Uh, you're totally right. Um, and, and I would say that the tricky part of an acquisition starts after the acquisition, <laughs> at the time of the comb combination of the two businesses. I cannot agree more. Yeah. The first issue is really what will the merger have as an impact on, on the board mm -hmm. composition, on the governance? Uh, will there be some room for representative from the absorbed entity? So what's uh, going to uh, happen after the combination? And then after the combination, if representative from the absorbed entity are um, uh, being offered a seat at the board of the, the, the merging entity, the absorbing entity, then uh, the board members need to pay extra attention to avoid a situation whereby you have two groups of directors and then you have a divided uh, combined entity. And if that happens, that will basically be related on the management of the company, but also on the entire staff Indeed. and probably all stakeholders. So I remember that you, you mentioned at the, the, the beginning of our discussion, you, you used the word united. And yes. I love the word united because it's so crucial. If you want to successfully implement a merger, you need to have a united board after the acquisition uh, otherwise, the merger will end up in a clash of different cultures yes. and, and, and separated groups, uh, uh, preventing the, the, the new entity to fully deploy the benefits uh, of the merger. So once again, we are back to the same topic, values. What are the values? And that's, that maybe leads me to, to raise an interesting comment because we, we often focus, and rightly, on what's the competition, what are the, the, the market trends, yes, um, indeed. what's the, the valuation formula. Those are obviously key factors in order to assess whether uh, an acquisition makes sense or not. Those, I, I'm not saying here that we should not focus on those aspects. They are obviously key. However, another important feature is values. Are they values that are aligned between the two entities? Can we make sure that those two teams will work tomorrow as one united team? And that's also the role of both members 
to focus on, I would say, I would use the word helicopter view, have a vision. So what we expect from board members is to have a vision and also to share that vision through their values. Sure. Values, um, don't you think it's a dream of this is the reality of the current board? Because I, I completely understand values and that board need to share the same values. Sometimes it's pretty complex. Why? Because board members are, are sometimes uh, egocentric of strongly opinionated, let's put it that way, and then uh, just look to their own you know, advantages. Yeah. Uh, how could you explain how to build this value maybe? Maybe, maybe how to drive the, the company to the value? I think you're raising a, a valid question. From time to time we, we see both uh, where people are focused on their own interests mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we need to avoid. Sure. So if you have a vision, if you want to be a strong leader, an authentic, authentic leader, you need to drive the company in alignment with your values. And if you do so, you will see that the consequence will directly be that people will notice that point, will slightly change their the behavior. So it takes time. Um, we usually say Rome ne s'est pas fait en un jour. And, and I think that the work of a board is a daily work and, and the efficiency of a board is something which is built by trust, experience, and shared values. Sure. So if I understand well, a board member needs to work more than fifth of six times a year with a board. They need to regularly engage with the CEO, the chairman. That's totally agree. I think uh, uh, if as a board members, your only interest in the company is uh, at the time you have a board meeting, I think you miss uh, a big part uh, of the life of the company and, and, and also the value that you can add to the stakeholders of the company. Sure. Thank you very much, Thierry, for this. Uh, it, will be, it was really, really interesting to uh, share your point of view. Thank you. I would like to um, summarize a little bit what Thierry just said um, and, and maybe give you some takeaways here. And tell me if I'm wrong or if I missed something here, because it's important. Um, first of all, I do think that uh, market context, competitive analysis and company valuation method need to be shared with board members at all time. I remember you spoke about United Board. Uh, remember that you, you, you explain bring value to boards, a significant value to boards, um, engage and discuss on a, really, on a regular basis with all stakeholders, right? Um, importance of do not mix both matters and shareholders matters. And last but not least, we need to plan the post-acquisition strategy, right? I think this is pretty important. I, I, I cannot I agree more. Yeah. I cannot agree more. Feeding both members on a day-to-day -day with market intelligence and details about the life of the company, the, the opportunities, the, the strengths, the weaknesses, um, those are obviously key. And the best tool, in my views, in order to ensure that your board is working efficiently. So 
Uh, I uh, not 100% agree with you, but I would say 1,000%. <laughs> Thank you very much, Terry. Can I ask you a favor? Just to bring this uh, object, the, the shipwater, and put on the governor show shelf, and uh, just bring it there. Would be my pleasure. So we have a souvenir from you and for the audience. Thank you very much, Terry, for that. So let's uh, close this, um, this uh, session here. Um, first of all, again, thank you, because uh, it's a really an honor to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. Just if you enjoy the show, if you like what you have seen, uh, please subscribe on our social media. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it and uh, see you next time.